just fair warning for everyone out there when they see rates on a DSCR loan. It's not like anybody's trying to gouge you. It's just who these are being sold to, the way that they interpret markets. It's just different. It's not something you can watch candlesticks every day and determine where the rates are going to go to on these products. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips, Heather Marchant here. Yes, yes. I think just to serve you, I think that's it. I think it's all we're here for. And it's fun. It's really fun. And if you have any show... Oh, go, go. No, you go. Clearly, we're out of sync today. (laughs) If you have any show ideas or recommendations or topic ideas you want us to cover, email us at invest at rpcinvest.com because a lot of our content comes from requests, which is pretty fun. So keep them coming. Yeah. Nobody requested this. I know you did not request this because nobody did. And we're going to give it to you anyway because that's what we do. Sometimes we give you what you need. Sometimes we give you what you want. And in both cases, it's good for you. Mm Kind of like when we had to discuss how horrible the government is just a couple of weeks ago for passing that ridiculous monstrosity of a bill that requires you to do a whole bunch of extra work and pull your pants down for the federal government. Yep. It's necessary. It's not what I wanted to talk about, but you needed to hear it. So there we have it. Today... How many times have you been on the show? Brendan Colasar, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I don't know. Maybe this is like half a dozen now. Yeah, probably. And that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. This is like all my leading news now, Ron. I mean, I don't even watch the news anymore. I just listen to the podcast. (laughs) Well, since that's the case, I should let everybody know that I saw on Facebook, so you know this is clearly true. Hunter Biden showed up for his own hearing. What were they doing to him? They were going to find him uh, in contempt. He showed up to his own contempt hearing. <laughs> I mean, where else do you show up at your own contempt hearing and just say, hey, do contempt of Congress if you want, but I'm here. I showed up finally, like on the day of the contempt hearing. <laughs> so there's some news for you, Brendan. I didn't want you to walk away without any today. I saw some real tasty cuts from that hole. So it's been entertaining. It's like a comedy show. Yeah. It's like a reality TV show, except for it actually impacts us. And I think the government should be a reality TV show. Brendan, that's a billion dollar idea right there. Yep. Right there. You were here to witness it. We just shared it with everybody. I'll cut you in 10%, Brendan. Let's actually get into what we're going to talk about today. We're three minutes in. Nobody's gotten anything good other than the intro to Brendan, which is clearly good. So we were talking about New Year, some new changes coming out with Fannie and Freddie, some lending changes. And whenever we need a market update on lending changes, man, I'm always calling Brendan and asking him for the skinny because Brendan, you're really good at breaking it down and helping it be digestible information for people to be able to come away with. I think that you're also really good because you do primarily investment loans for us, right? I mean, for our clients, sometimes you'll do some other loans. So this is your lane. So tell us what the changes are. Bailiwick, so to speak. Yeah. Thanks, Heather. And always want to keep everybody on the razor's edge of what's going on with the ability to finance investment properties and any other type of property. So... What's transpired here recently with Fannie Mae specifically 
is them adjusting some of their guidelines in regards to how they're going to utilize income for investors to qualify. Hmm. Were they broken it down into a couple caveats, namely, for those who have many investment properties, but maybe haven't had them for an extended period of time, they're making it tougher for us to utilize actual income, not just offsetting the actual mortgage payment, but using in- income, which would be in monies in addition to what the mortgage payment is coming out of your rents. So they've added some layers where they want to see 12 months history of a landlord. They want to see your tax returns showing the income. If you're buying properties in a corporation or LLC or what have you, they want to see K-1 disbursements is another big adjustment. If there's no K-1s, then there's a chance that the income for the rental property might get omitted completely. So for lack of a deeper, deeper explanation, just being diligent and making sure you check in with folks, whether it's the sales team's first initial call or that client reaching out to us for the first time and doing a little bit of a deeper dive about their scenario is going to be paramount going into 2024 because the noose is tightening a little bit for investors. And I think the first time folks aren't going to feel it as much, but the experienced investors and how they structure their taxes, there's going to be just some jostling that they maybe haven't worried about in the past. So we just have to touch on that and make sure that everyone's on the same page. So if people have questions and they want to reach out to kind of go over their situation and how this might impact them. I'm happy to do that. I mean, I know a lot of folks listening to this, we've spoken to or worked with already. So, you know, don't hesitate to reach out and see if this might be something that could impact your goals for this year. I always see stuff like this is what's the good news in the situation? Because this is neither good nor bad just is right. So it is. I feel like This is the kind of info that you don't want to be surprised with. So making sure that we share it, Mm -hmm. even though it's good, bad, and different right now, it doesn't want to be something that sneaks up on you six months from now when you're trying to buy that property that you've been waiting for, right? So it's really preparation, right? I mean, being prepared and ready for whatever you're going to be doing this year, it's just a simple revisit. Kind of like tax structure, but you never would have thought of it that way with mortgage, but that's how it is. I love this thing called mortgage planning. I think this is a really cool because people who know have a leg up on the people who don't know. That's the way I see this. I see this as, okay, now you are informed and you know that you need to get ahead of this, which makes it so that you can actually close where some people out there are going to be floundering around trying to figure this out last minute after they've got a property under contract and you don't have to be that person. Right. Knowledge put into action is power. And so now you have the knowledge. Now you just have to put it into action. And if you need what Brendan has talked about, then you need to reach out and get it done. Like figure this out early in the year so that you know what you're doing. Yeah. Because what ways can you work around this, Brendan? I mean, if you can't count as much income, then you have to be prepared for that and know that you're not maybe not going to qualify, right? Then we go plan B and look at a DSCR option because this has no bearing on qualifying for those loan products at all. And those loan products are pretty awesome. Yeah, they really are. And that actually kind of leads me to think about one other thing I was thinking about before this call is recently, as I've been speaking to people about DSCR loans, they've been surprised in regards to where the interest rates are sitting for that product compared to what you're seeing for conventional. So spreading the word to the masses on this show might even be the best way to do this. But the reality is with those loan products, the interest rates don't move the way that a Fannie Mae loan product does, right? You're going to mortgage-backed securities performing, the 10-year dropping the Fed cutting rates, none of that has any real bearing directly on a DSCR loan. 
Historically, they've always been a little bit higher than where you're at on a conventional product for good reason. It's just been a lot closer than it has been years past. So Mm. the floor on interest rates for DSCR loans hasn't really come down significantly, but the cost has. But they're still sitting low sevens at best right now. I think that we'll probably see some reprieve maybe here in the first quarter. But just fair warning for everyone out there when they see rates on a DSCR loan. It's not like anybody's trying to gouge you. It's just who these are being sold to, the way that they interpret markets. It's just different. It's not something you can watch candlesticks every day and determine where the rates are going to go to on these products. But they're there when you need them, right? In the instance where you don't qualify or you don't want to go through the rigmarole of providing 12 tax returns for your umpteen corporations, it's a great fit. So just fair warning. I don't like when people are disappointed when they see interest rates, but it's also something that you need to be cognizant of and understand the differentiation between. Yeah. And I'll add to that, that we've seen weeks when DSCR rates are pretty competitive with conventional rates. It's just that they're not dropping as much that like we've seen conventional rates dropping, right? That's what you're saying. People are disappointed because they're expecting it to just go down when conventional does. Okay. Exactly. Back to the Fannie Freddie. There's nothing in there that would allow me to get around the year if I have professional property management. I need to have a year as a landlord because I know in the commercial world, I can get around that if I'm new by saying, well, yeah, but I have professional property management over here that's going to do the management. I'm not doing it. They're doing it. Right. Is there a loophole like that for Fannie Freddie on the residential side? So just to make sure, and I probably wasn't as clear as I could have been initially, the 12 months history is really only important if you're trying to use income above and beyond just offsetting that mortgage payment. Okay. So for example, property rents for twelve fifty, your payment's only a thousand bucks. Yeah. We're only gonna use a thousand bucks against the mortgage payment. That two hundred and fifty dollars can't be applied as additional income if you don't have that year history. So the vast majority of people, this isn't gonna have that much impact. If you can qualify for these properties without the additional cash flow, you're golden. Nothing changes for you. Hundred percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe they were counting the mortgages or a portion of the mortgage against you. So you needed the income, but you can't get the income unless you have 12 months. But if that's not what they're doing, if they're actually allowing you to offset the mortgage, it's still a change, not a huge change. And it will impact some people, but I don't think it'll impact the vast majority. Is that your take? Yeah, I mean, it is. And I mean, the people that you really have to think about are your retired folks who live off their portfolio, right? And they need that income. Or we've had some folks, I got some names popping in my head where I helped them buy 10 properties in a year, right? Where they're not going to be able to use any of those additional rents to qualify for extra properties or for property 9 and 10 because they haven't had that experience for 12 months or had the properties on their tax return. So just an alignment between Freddie and Fannie for the most part, but it is an adjustment for how we underwrite, how we're going to treat certain things. So there'll be some hairy situations. I'd just rather get out in front of it than have to say, oh yeah, well, guidelines changed six months ago. Sorry, we never said anything about that. That wouldn't be very thoughtful of me. I think you had mentioned this before, but I'm not sure if it was just before we talked last week. But what about when you're buying a property, say you're buying three properties at once and you can count subject rents on the properties that you're purchasing. Yep. Can you not do that anymore? Can you only offset the mortgage? Only offset the mortgage. Okay. That's really good to know. 
That is an interesting change. The other interesting thing is that they're tightening things. That speaks a little bit as well. Just, you know, when they start tightening things, Mm. usually you can expect a little more tightening throughout the year. Like they'll just start tightening the screw a little bit at a time. It's a good point. Yeah. Qualifying for an investment property is already tough. And they're just making it a little bit tougher based on Fannie Mae's whole goal is homeownership for primary residents, homeownership, right? So they're making it just a little bit harder for investors. I'm really happy they didn't drop that number from 10 loans. I think that's something that was definitely thought of, but didn't happen this year. And I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon. True. That's a good point. We still have that in our corner. (laughs) Right. That's awesome. Man, super glad that you reached out about this because I think... This is really helpful, like Ron said, to be aware and get ahead of it. And I think here's the other thing that I think is super positive for people. The last time that this happened, DSCR loans didn't exist. When the screws started tightening from Fannie, they just tightened. There was no alternative, right? Like you couldn't just go get a DSCR loan. The screws just started tightening and they tightened them fast and they tightened them hard. Oh, yeah. And there was no other outlet. It was just, you don't get to get a property anymore. That's pretty much what it meant. Yeah. So this is really, really good news that A, that they are tightening and slower and B, that there's another option. And it's a legitimately solid option, Yeah. especially with the rates where they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I got a text from someone today and for whatever reason, you know how it happens. Their name gets arranged from your phone with an update. And so I'm looking back through the text thread, trying to figure out who this person is. And I figured out it's a hard money guy I used to do some deals with and Back in early 2020, he's talking about how he couldn't call me back because he was so busy because all the DSCR and non-QM loans dried up. Like right when the market crashed at the beginning of COVID, all that privatized funding went away and he was handling all the business that those banks were losing. And so it's crazy to think how quickly those types of institutions have rebounded and, and we're utilizing them so much today when they just were non-existent four years ago. So... And that can happen again, and hopefully it doesn't, but it's just good to have an understanding of what's going on. I mean, just knowing that Fannie's being cognizant of investment loans, you know, something to something to keep in the back of your mind. So for sure. Man, we love having the updates. We will have you on again for sure. Yeah. More changes coming, sounds like. Yep. It's nice to stay ahead of it. Hopefully it'll be something more exciting next time. <laughs> that was super exciting. What are you talking about? It was fantastic. It's exciting to us. We're weird like that. <laughs> We're investment real estate loan nerds. We love it. <laughs> and, you know, the people listening, they're, I don't know, I can't call them nerds. I just can't. That wouldn't be fair. But they're interested parties. Definitely. Which may ultimately become nerds. And real estate nerddom is a good thing in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Glass is not necessary. <laughs> so listen, everybody, we keep talking about action on the show. It is critically important in the show every time with action. If you're listening and you said, okay, that might affect me, then reach out to Brendan and his team. If you don't know how to get a hold of him, if you're not already a client, reach out to us, Heather invest at rpcinvest.com. Bam. There it is. Okay. Reach out. And listen, if you've been sitting on the fence and you want to start investing in real estate, reach out to us. We will make it very, very easy for you to do so. Yeah. And do it before things change. Any changes coming down the pipe, like Brendan said. Absolutely. And with that, get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.